Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I'm so grateful that you decided to join me today to learn how to become a more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident fempreneur. And speaking of an amazing bombshell, today I have Miss Renee Keller of Renee Keller Interior Design with me on the show. Um, You may hear in the background a little construction because Renee is an interior designer. So I always say she doesn't throw pillows, she moves walls. So she is uh, definitely uh, in deep into the industry. You might hear that in the background. I thought, you know what, we're not going to reschedule because it's part of Renee's life. So let me tell you a little bit about Renee. Uh, she is an award-winning ASID certified interior designer in Minneapolis, St. Paul, specializing in new construction, as you can hear, and large remodels. Trusted by home builders, architects, and home buyers alike, Renee is known for creating an overall vision that blends functionality and aesthetics while keeping the details intertwined in her customer style and clear focus. Renee has designed beautiful spaces since 1996, holding a Bachelor of Science in Interior Design. She is NCIDQ certified and has professional membership status in ASID, passing rigorous acceptance standards while upholding her long-held reputation of experience and insatiable focus on the smallest of details. Renee's earliest memories reflect her grandmother's drop front desk that sat next to her Harvest Gold rotary phone. Her grandmother kept her playing cards in this familiar desk, making the furniture functional, while the beauty of the walnut wood showed Renee early on that art and functionality can come together in harmony. It is this memory, and many like them, that prompted Renee's motto, burn the candles, use the china. Now always thinking several steps ahead so her client does not have to, Renee's friendly, calming presence and over 20 years experience moves even the most elegant projects forward and approachable in an approachable way. I cannot speak today. Now, let me tell you why I read such a long bio because that is off of Renee's about page on her website. And Renee is one of my bombshells, one of my one-on-one clients. We did her rebrand together over the course of several months. Um, I love her to death. She has become a friend, and I am so excited to introduce you to Renee and let you see the before and after of her transformation. Renee, welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I told everybody about your vast and amazing experience. I thought that was important to set us up for what we're going to be talking about today. And I also wanted to read your about page because that's one of the things that we worked on together. Um, So since we know how impressive you are professionally, tell us more about the personal side of Renee Keller. Well, um, I have a a slew of children and a wonderful husband. Uh, My husband's name is uh, BJ and we have four children. And uh, they range in age right now from 9 to 15. Um, And so we are very involved in their lives and getting them to and from school and all of their activities and, uh, you know, helping them, you know, with different aspects of their lives and um, being very involved in what they do and uh, trying to be a family and also um, 
you know, be members of society that uh, we would be proud to um, have um, our children grow up in. Yes. So um, when you say activities, I know the ins and outs of your days. So, I mean, we're talking ice skating, figure skating. We're talking hockey. I mean, what are some of the other, I think there's track in there somewhere. You've got a lot of things that you get those kids to, and some of them I'm sure don't want to be called kids, but your uh, offspring. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we like to, we try different things and and some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. Uh, We do a little snowboarding and there was dance, Um, you know, there's some competitions, there's synchronized skating, there's lots of soccer and then a lot of volunteering for some of these things being on boards for um, the the bigger skating club and the, the soccer uh, club and, and things like that. So, um, and then friend time, obviously, and then family time. Our family lives about an hour and a half away. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, we just uh, try to make it work. Yeah. And you do it well and um, with as much grace as anybody can with that much on their plate. So, I just, I feel like that's important to talk about these things because as we go through what all Renee did to transform her, her brand, um, she did it all while doing all these other things. Things. So I, I like to set things up by first removing excuses <laughs> because we're all busy, right? <laughs> like once you become an adult, all you are is like you're tired and you wish that you would have taken more naps as a kid when you were forced to because that's all mm-hmm. you want to do now. So um, <laughs> that is, <laughs> so that's Renee um, in, in a snapshot. So let's start talking a little bit about your rebrand. Um, obviously you have tons of experience. You have amazing clients. You're uh, your work speaks for itself. It's astonishing. It's been in uh, magazines. You're award-winning, but your brand, and when I say your brand, I mean your messaging and your um, the look of your website, the look of your logo, the look of your social media, the things that you were posting, they didn't really align with all of that awesomeness. So what made you finally decide to, a, find me, and B, take the leap to do this rebrand? Um, I remember I was um, going for a walk um, last, it was last September, and um, I love to listen to podcasts when I'm going for walks and things like that. And I love to learn more about business and especially women in business. And um, I did a little search and I um, was listening to a podcast that you had been on and I thought, I really like this lady. So I started listening to your podcast, which it was the very beginning of when you started doing podcasts. And um, I just felt like a connection with you right away. And I thought, this lady, um, I, there, was, there was just something about you that I could... I could go with, I could laugh with, but it made me um, feel like I could really work with her. And so I just remember emailing you because I don't think you had said that you would work one-on-one with anybody. You had a program that you could do um, on, um, you know, online and do it kind of by yourself. But I knew for me, I needed to be accountable with somebody um, definitely like I had an appointment with Amber weekly and she was going to be expecting me to have A, B, and C done else uh, she would be disappointed in me. So I needed to make sure that that was going to be done. If I would have been doing it on my own, I probably would have let it slide um, or put it to the next week and it wouldn't have gotten done. So um, my goal was to make sure um, I was um, making sure I had these items done. And my 
I wanted to run my thoughts by somebody who was a professional who had a lot of experience and um, tell her what wasn't working. And with 21 years in experience, um, I was getting plenty of referrals, but I, I just wanted to be um, a little bit more of a um, bold, um, uh, just, just, I, I, I can't streamlined, even really streamlined, like the process yeah, of streamlined. And I wanted it to be simpler, but just kind of there. And I wanted it to be simple for people to say, Oh, I want to work with her. Um, and I wanted, you know, the social media and everything to work together. So I just felt like it was time to rebrand. It had been, I bet you, I think three to four years before, since I had rebranded and I wanted to clean up my verbiage on the website and I just, it just was time. So um, I just wanted to um, take the experience that I had had and and um, and have that reflected in my new branding. So what I'm hearing you say is you were at a point in your business where you were seeking out answers and you were looking for solutions and something inside of you was saying, you know, this this isn't really what I want it to be. I'm I'm doing well, but I want more. And at that point, the solution appeared. Yeah, it was me. But from from you internally, just so other bombshells kind of know, like when's the right time to to move forward on that sort of in, of an instinct? Had it been building up for a little bit, and then when you heard a solution, you're like, okay, now I can do this. Or how did that work out internally for you? Yeah, it had been building up. I was, um, you know, it it just had been kind of toying with it. It was kind of the end of summer, and um, for me, when school starts, is kind of the beginning of a new year for me. Um, it seems like it's it's the right time, and um, it just it, it all kind of aligned. And I had heard that, and I thought, I think this is the time, and um, yeah, you know, right time, right place. And um, that was that was I took that sign, and I just <laughs> I emailed you, and and um, there, and then you said, well, that's great. I have an opening this you know fall, and uh, you you know talked with me, and we thought it would be a good fit, and there we go. There you go. So I just, I, I know a lot of people um, or a lot of bombshells, especially, they have a hard time putting themselves first because like Renee, um, you all have so many different things going on. And so I just wanted you to hear from somebody else who went through that process and, and who decided like, okay, now's the time to just hear that gut instinct um, side of things. Because if you don't listen to that inner knowing, then you'll never take the next step towards improving your business or putting you in your business um, and I won't even say first because, I mean, Renee still is, you know, getting her kids everywhere and she's still putting her family first. But, um, you know, taking that time and making that commitment to herself was a big part of moving her business forward. So let's talk a little bit about this process because um, with Renee, um, we went completely from the foundation all the way to putting the pretty bow on top. So, we work through your cultural pieces, your, um, you know, like your your mission, vision, values, and made sure that that solid foundation of of the bombshell uh, business success pyramid was established. Then we got into your your brand and then your personal brand. But when we when we worked on your business brand, 
we did your messaging first. And so that required a lot of work, a lot of polishing, a lot of back and forth um, before we even got to the visual part. So did that surprise you at all when when we worked with words so much before we got to the visual part? Because visual, that's like your jam, right? So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I was a little, little anxious to get to the visual part because that is my jam. And so uh, you did, you, um, you had to, pull out that uh, messaging from me for sure. I mean, we went back and forth quite a bit and um, uh, you just, you just guided me and um, you literally had to pull it out of me. And I, I wasn't for sure why you were doing it, but I just trusted it. And um, yeah, that was, that's exactly right. Um, my jam is in the visual. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people, you know, they want to get to the logo and they want to get to the look and everything, but if you can't tell your story, then how do you know how to paint the picture? Um, so that was a real important part. Now let's talk about, okay, so we, we did the messaging, then we got to the visual part. Um, and that meant working with creatives. Now, granted, you had me, we kind of joked about, um, having the, uh, the translator, if you will, of design language and that sort of thing. But you really had to dig in deep with, uh, with a graphic designer, with, um, web designers and with videographers. Um, so what was that experience like? I, I know a lot of bombshells, um, can get frustrated working with other creative professionals. And granted, you're a creative professional, so that might have helped some, but talk about that experience working with those type of vendors. Well, it, you know, they are they are creative, um, and they, but they all have their own lingo. Um, I would say, you know, the graphic and the web and video designers all have their lingo and they are, you know, computer based, I guess, and they know what files they need, which um, I maybe don't know all of that information, and um, I don't really want to know all that information. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I mean, I care, but I don't. Um, and it's just it. Uh, it just gets too messy for me, and I just want to make sure that everybody has the information they need. Um, graphic, I can see it, and I know what I want to see, and I just got to try to explain what I want. So that was. Um, uh, you know, a hurdle that we had to, you know, overcome, but it, it worked. It, it was wonderful. Um, and then web, I think what you and I did is we met with um, Anthony and Lynn and we, we gave him as much information as we could. So I think that's why it was so successful and so smooth. I mean, he had everything. And so when it came time to execute that, it was so smooth. Yeah. Um, which I think kudos to you for getting them all that information. Um, and then the video um, was very interesting. Uh, um, and <laughs> <laughs> we, we know, we know I'm a freezer and, um, and, but it was, it, that was interesting, all the technical and, and all the music that has to go with it. I mean, I, it's, everybody has their craft and I just was um, amazed at all the work that um, people uh, did behind the, behind the screen. It was, is amazing. So, yeah. And I think that's when, um, really 
the working on the brand messaging guide first um, kicks in because now that you transition over to the visual and you're working with multiple vendors, you can hand that over and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is These are who my ideal customers are. This is what I want people to believe about me. And at that point, all of your creative vendors are on the same page because they have this guide of who you are. And I want to point out, um, especially with your logo, you did a really good job of um, of tweaking and and tweaking and thinking about it and saying, well, okay, I I did like this, but you know now that I've sat on it a little bit, like you were relentless in getting it exactly the way that you want to, and and a lot of people because they're afraid they're going to upset a creative person, they're just like, okay, well, I'll that's I mean I don't really love that, but I'll just leave it. So, what was it that made you? other than the fact that you're like Miss Queen of Details, how how did you deal with that dynamic of respecting another creative professional, but you know, really wanting it the way that you wanted it for your brand? Well, um, I if I did this, I wanted to do it right. And if I had to look at every piece of stationery I was going to write on, every web page I was going to look at and refer people to in every note card I was going to have and every folder I was going to have and sticker that was going to say Renee Keller interior design, it had to be right for the next three or four years. I mean, we can tweak something here and there, but it just, I couldn't stand to not have it be the way I wanted because that would bug me. And I, I didn't need that bugging me for the next four or five years. So. <laughs> yeah. <And fortunately laughs> I got enough stuff. <laughs> fortunately, um, Tara Peterson, who we worked with and who I work with so frequently, she is, uh, you know, she's not the type to get her feelings hurt or push it. Like ultimately she wants what she wants. So she was so gracious about doing the back and forth. Um, and, and so that's, that's a blessing and also something that you should look for in a graphic designer. Um, the the website um, we've had Anthony Tran on the show. I think he was episode three. I'll have to double check that, but we'll put that in the show notes. Um, Anthony and and Lynn at Marketing Access Pass are also incredible and in work with a lot of my clients. Um, and so because you are so visual, you are a visual brand. Like that is what you do. It was really important to, for us to. Um, to pull so much information together and to and to and to visually be able to explain this is what we're looking for in addition to that. So some of the things that we did was we created a Pinterest board um, that we shared, and then uh, just sort of other sites that you liked. And I mean, I had you pull um, pictures uh, from like uh, other photo shoots that you liked. Um, and then you did a really great job in Evernote. Evernote's a tool that Renee uses a lot. Um, it's an organization tool. And she pulled together, I mean, just everything you possibly could think of. And so it was a, a one-stop shop for the web designers to go to and filter through. So it wasn't like the first edition of the website it, it wasn't off. It was so spot on. And at that point, then you're just tweaking. So if you do all that front end work that Renee was willing to do, you get a much smoother experience in the end. Um, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing too is, um, you know, when talking with these creatives, for me, if a client isn't happy, like when I'm, let's say I'm picking some countertops out for a client, I always say to them, if if you're going to have marble, like regular marble in, in your on your island, I don't want you 
um, not happy each morning when you pour your coffee and you spill it and you think you're going to stain it. So this is not the right selection for you. So I need to make sure you're making the right selection. So I think that goes back to like if, if I was, you know, picking a logo from Tara and I think she would want me to have the right selection or the right logo. You know, I want my clients to have the right thing and I want to give them the right um you know, materials. And so I, I think as a creative, I mean, that's, that's what I want for my clients and, and the people that we had on the team here, um, wanted the same for me. And so if, if, if we don't like it, you know, we have to say something and it's not about hurting feelings. It's about creating what's best for the client. Yeah. And, and doing it all together cohesively. And, you know, the other thing, these creative vendors were, amazing about wanting that end result to be exactly what you want it to be. But a really good creative vendor like you also serves as an educator. And so like if somebody said, um, I do a lot of cooking and, um, you know, I entertain a lot and, and they tell you all these things and then they really want something that you know won't stand up to that type of usage, you would tell them that. Ultimately, it's their choice, but you would say, well, that's not going to work and here are the, the reasons why. And so I think that's an important thing too for for the client, the person who's going through the rebrand to listen to the expertise um, of your trusted vendors, um, which you did an amazing job of um Okay, so um, speaking of <laughs> you freezing up <laughs> with the video, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to ask you what was the hardest thing you had to do from just not having the knowledge and having to learn and execute as you go, and then also what was the most awkward or uncomfortable thing that you had to do to get all of this done. Um, so I'll let you pick which one you want to answer first. I don't know if one will segue into the other, but... Yeah, they, they definitely probably will. Um Let's see, the most awkward um, would definitely be the video that I had to do. Um, so we had a couple go-arounds with this, um, and I, I, I tend to, um, I'm fine with photography because we all get our picture taken a million times a day with cell phones and selfies and all of that stuff and teenage daughters. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that's fine. Um, I think maybe even 20 years ago, we probably would have been more uncomfortable with getting your picture taken, but now we don't because of um, Mr. iPhone. Yeah. Um, but um, being on video camera with, you know, lights on you and, and someone asking you questions um, and then having to repeat it the same way, but actually think about it. It's, it's a craft. I have a whole new outlook um, or uh, appreciation for those newscasters. And I, mean, I just can't believe it, but I'm a freezer. So um, I'm fine. And um, when I'm on the video, I, I start to talk and then I can't remember what I said. And then they want me to talk again and do it just the same, but I can't recall what I said. So it, it was a disaster. Um, so then I'm not myself and then the video doesn't look very good because I'm not myself. And then that's not what we wanted on the video or on the um, website. So um, yeah, yeah. And then I'm sitting in Tennessee who knows you very, very well and sees you on, on Zoom every week on video. And then I get this <laughs> video and I'm like, um, no, that's not going to work. That no. <laughs> yep. That is not her brand. Um, but you did. Um, I, I flew up to Minneapolis and we 
uh, worked on a few things, including redoing the video um, and your photo shoot, which was amazing. I, I call her um, the newscaster. She's like the news anchor because she's just got that look. Um, but I think probably running through the the questions for the video, um, role-playing a little bit, um, finding a comfortable place for you to do it in, in an environment that you were comfortable in, um, and maybe a, a glass of Pinot Grigio prior to? Yep, a few glasses, or I wouldn't say a few, um, a beverage or two um, before, maybe in the morning, but I was, you know, <laughs> before. It was like mid-morning-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I needed to relax a little bit, and the caffeine was not not quite um, cutting it. But yes, I did need to relax a little bit, and um, and I no one was going to bite me there or anything like that. So I just needed these are all my friends. So, <laughs> but it, it was good. You brought out you brought out me, and um, I was very happy with the video because I I think when people are looking for an interior designer or really any type of consultant um, in in what I do is very personal. So they want to know, and, and I work with people for anywhere from six months to a year to two years on a project. They want to know if this person, you know, are they, you know, can they come over and, and can I spend two hours with them for a year uh, every week, things like that. So they they want to see what kind of person they are. Um, and, and I think this video was another layer on to, you know, the, what I have stated who I am and my pictures of what I can do. But then this is another layer of um, my personality. And I do believe that it reflects that, which it didn't before on that first round. Um, so Amber was able to pull that out of me, which I was um, very pleased with. So if you're a busy professional and uh, you have a family and you want a really nice house, you just started your um, your new build out, or you're you're starting with an, a, a general contractor and an architect, and now you're going to invite yet another person into your life all the time. You want that person to be somebody that you gel with and that you can see yourself working with. And so, I do think that that video is so important to um, showing that not only a problem solver, but the, the the passion that you have for what you do and that it goes all the way back to when you were a child and noticing um, things about your mother's curtains and your grandmother's furniture. Those are all parts of that story that will speak then into the lives of your potential clients. Um, so, uh, you know, you get an A++ for me on stepping out of that comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a huge step. And um, it, I mean, I, I could see where the more you do it, the, the easier it is. But I mean, it's just not something that most of us do each and every day. And um, it, it was a difficult deal, but I, I just knew the importance of it. And um, to, to market yourself and to, to try to put yourself out there a little bit more just so people know that uh, you've done this for, you know, 21 plus years. You um, are passionate about it. You love it. Um, even though you're, you know, crazy, you know, driving your kids around and, and trying to make dinner and, and all of that stuff. But it, it still works and I love it and I would never do anything else. And let me back up some too, because not only is it a little awkward when you're trying to remember 
your script or your talk points or whatever, and then you're working with you know a vendor that you probably don't work with all the time, so that's a new person. Um, let's talk about before the video because some of your homework was to go shopping, to send me pictures, to take pictures of yourself, take videos of yourself in the clothes, so that you could see how that would look on for the end product. Like you didn't just go you know, pick something up and not give it a whirl. I mean, we talked about color, we talked about fit, we talked about how that might look on camera. Um, and then you had uh, a professional makeup artist come in that day too, which to me is a, is a, is a non-negotiable. That when you're, when you're on camera, you've got to have your makeup right, otherwise you will look crazy. So talk about the investment of your time that you put into like even just the video and photo shoot before you even got to that day. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm not a. I I don't love to shop because my time is limited, and um, I shop all day for clients. So I'm kind of done by the time I get home. So um, I I kind of just buy everything, and then I just bring it home and figure it out. Um, so that was challenging, and I just would snap pictures kind of randomly, and you would say yay, nay, possible, maybe not, or try again, things like that. So we, we figured it out and, um, I just brought up, you know, a lot of clothes that morning and we, we made decisions that day too. So, um, that was, uh, that was, that was okay. <laughs> we did have a little fashion show that morning. <laughs> we did, we did. And then, um, let's see, then the makeup artist, um, she, she was great. I mean, she had to have HD makeup, which was, I mean, I didn't know any of this. And so, and then the hairstylist, um, she popped in, which she was great. And, um, and she was the person that usually does my hair. So I said, just do what you do. And, and I was completely comfortable with that. So it, it was, um, great, but it was just all new. And, you know, I had to come in early that day, which was perfectly fine, but it was just all different for me. Traffic was different. I was a little bit nervous and stressed out and, and then um, all those lights and people setting up and, you know, forget to eat and my coffee. And then I had a glass of wine and it was crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, just wasn't my typical day. Right. And so I guess that's what I want um, my listeners to to think about is this stuff doesn't just kind of all happen. You don't just show up. Like there's work to be done beforehand. You look at pictures. You look at pictures of you, of different angles you that you like, that you feel are flattering to you. And then you plan your hair and makeup and you have those conversations so that either you don't look crazy, washed out, flat hair, you know, whatever. And so that you don't look like a totally different person when you meet somebody uh, live and in person. You that's It's a balance. Um, so you don't want to totally Kardashian- contour and, you know, look like a YouTube video either. So, um, you know, I think the what the way that your stuff turned out was definitely a testament to um, just how great of a, of a glam squad that you have. Um, they, they got you just right. So that was the awkward part. Now, what was the hardest part that you had to do, um, you know, start to finish from setting goals? Because of course we did we went through the glamour goal process. We talked about financial goals. We, we dug out, you know, the archives of client history. I mean, we did a lot of homework all the way through doing your branding and and your personal brand and your red lipstick marketing plan. And uh, I mean, you did the whole gamut. So Mm -hmm. I think um, one of the hardest things to do was to maybe ask, I don't know if if it was 10 or 15 or maybe some of your closest people you work with, um, 
your strengths and weaknesses and um, they, you know, you just kind of gave them, you know, could you name, I'm not even recalling it because I was probably so, you know, worked up about asking them, but I just kind of said, you know, could you please tell me, you know, what my strengths are, my weaknesses and, and what do you think I'm best at and why? And, and then they would, you know, like people I work with on a daily basis, my husband, um, you know, and they would kind of give me the feedback and then we would put it into, um, um, I don't, I don't even know what part of the bombshell, um, piece it was, but, um, and we had to kind of put it into, okay, let's focus on your strengths. And then where do we need to work for your weaknesses? Um, that was the hardest part for me. Um, it was kind of a, uh, not a stinger, but it was just more of a, a realistic view of Renee Keller. Yeah. So let's explore that a little bit because that actually is, I would say probably the stickler for almost every one-on-one client that I have, because as, as women that are very busy and we're focused on our clients, we're focused on our kids and our spouse or our parents or our, our volunteer efforts, um, it's, it's not common and comfortable to turn the attention on yourself. So the purpose of the exercise that we did was so that we could find out who is Renee really and, you know, how does she perceive herself? And then how do people in various aspects of her life perceive her? And then is there any type of disconnect that we need to uh, (laughs) make a bridge for so that People could see Renee for who she truly is, um, and not, not. I guess the example that I give, and again, you could go back and listen to um, the personal brand uh, episode. But the example that I give is is that girl that we all knew in high school that was super shy, and she was accused of being snobby because she didn't talk to people. But really, she probably had all kinds of gifts and talents and wonderful things to offer, especially in friendships. But nobody really gave her a chance because they thought she was snobby. She was just introverted and shy. So if she would have bridged that gap between who she knows she is and how people perceived her, she would have had a stronger personal brand and a stronger game. Um, so that's what we had to do with you. And I and I do recall that um, most people said that you didn't give yourself enough credit, that you were overly humble about what it is that you've accomplished and what it is that you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recall that. <laughs> yes, you're right. So that that was part of of your personal brand. I mean, and of course, your your brand is your personal brand, even though you have people who work for you and you have other assistant designers and, and that sort of thing. Um, but it is Renee Keller Interior Design. So getting your personal brand right and really, you know, stepping into that boldness and and expressing how experienced and amazing you are. Um, that was, I would say, a hard part. For anybody yeah. in business. Yeah, I just had to turn up my air conditioning in my truck here because I'm blushing. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had, to, we had to move Renee um, because there was so much um, going on around her in her professional space. But that's, <laughs> you know, part of the job. So, <laughs> um, so l- tell me about or tell all of us about your relaunch party because you did all of this work. You worked for months on this rebrand and then you threw a big party so that you can share it with um, others in the Minneapolis area. Um, 
What was it like? Who did you invite? What did you do? Well, um, I was a little nervous about throwing a rebranding party because I I just didn't know who would come. And um, it's always a busy time of year. I think it was May 5th. Or no, it was May 12th, I think it was. But um, busy time of year for everybody. And um, I know for my husband to come, uh, we needed to like... Uh, have grandparents help and and um, my husband's sisters had to help with the kids and getting them places and picking up and dropping off so he was able to come right from work and so that was appreciated um, so um, he came and so he was able to meet all these people clients came other um, designers came in the building and um, you know vendors came uh, it was it was so fun and we planned um, you know a little uh, burn the candles, use a china. So we had orange candlesticks and we wrapped them together. We had little um, match matches that we had with, you know, the RK on there. And it was a little parting gift. And then we had some candles going and we had some china out with just some light bites. And it was fun. We had our um, offices. Um, we, we finished our office, which is always a good push to, um, you know, like when you have a party, someone always, you know, you always have to get it done. We did some great wall covering and did drapes, which is something we've always wanted to do. And it was just finally the, you know, the full court press where we had to get it done. And um, it was just, um, it was fun. I always love a good party. I love to talk and chat. And so it was, it was great. And um, uh, we had it, you know, catered we had cocktails and it wasn't you know not like a full meal by any means but just fun and um it was fun to see everybody and i enjoyed it and when we were done um i was it was it was nice to be done and i was so excited because then we could focus a little bit more on doing what i love most which is you know work as far as interior design and work with clients (laughs) i mean it's been it was fun but you know you're just kind of like all right enough is enough i don't want to look about you know I don't want to think about the website anymore I don't want to think about this stuff I just want to work so um it was it was great to be finished and I was glad I did it and it was it was fun and a lot of people participated it was social media to the max and um it was great so yeah and that's a great thing about having an event is it's a news peg so you can lead up to it like oh we're so excited about this event that's going to happen and then during the event you can live tweet or post pictures or put things on Instagram and then afterwards I mean you could talk about that event and post pictures for uh, quite some time afterwards so it's a very strong way uh, to add a, a interactive element to your marketing so that was a lot of work, and I know that you just had to have been so glad when you could <laughs> stick a fork in it and be done and just focus on what you do day to day. But it was worth oh, it yeah. because you had such great response. So tell tell our listeners, you know, what's what kind of feedback have you gotten since then, both at the event and after the event, and being I think you got stopped in an elevator. I mean, you're. Yeah, I mean, just it, um, people uh, have just complimented us on our offices and um, and just spoken highly of uh, the new branding. I mean, even my I went to my class reunion this past two weekends ago, and um, they were just like, "Gosh, it looks like it, you know, it's just going great." And I said, "Yes, it's going. It is going great. It's fun." Um, and so it, it's it's business has it has grown. Um, a lot more interest in uh, Renee Keller interior design, and I've been working, you know, hard, you know, you know, 
meeting with architects and um, builders and a lot more people have been interviewing me. And um, so it's just been, it's been wonderful. Um, it's worked. Um, it definitely has created a lot of, um, you know, percolation and, and uh, interviews and things like that. So I'm really happy with uh, the outcome. I do think that, you know, we, we talked about networking goals and that sort of thing along along the plan. And um, it's your persistence, it's your commitment to the greater plan and, and knowing that this is not an overnight thing, that this is something that you, you lay the foundation and you keep putting brick by brick another um, element to advance to that next level. Um, and so I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast have been in business for years um, they're they're doing great. They've got great word of mouth, um, but they they want to take their brand to the next level and then just open up a new realm of opportunities. So that's what we really focused on um, with Renee. Um, so I I mean I say this all the time, but like Renee has uh, won my heart. She's actually featured in my book and a lot of the things that we talked about. It's going to be um, in the Bombshell Businesswoman, which will come out October first. Um, but she is actually in here, um, and I talk about her and um, and a little bit of of this experience because uh, it's easy to say that you want to do something. It's a whole other thing to do the work and make that long term commitment. And um, not every week was an amazing week that everything got done, um, but some things got done, and the next week we got caught up. Um, and some things we would go down and we would try something. And um, it didn't feel right, and so we backed off, and then we renegotiated like what the next step would be, and it's an ebb and flow. Um, so that's really, uh, I would say, you know, why I just adore you as a client, and of course, you know, now as a as a very dear friend, um, because you you're, you don't give up. Um, yeah, well, you know, and it I I just knew that it would be. Um, I don't like to disappoint, but at the same time, when you do something together and and someone's waiting on what you have your homework um it's just it's something that drives you and um and i wasn't about to um disappoint and not have my homework done for for amber (laughs) hurdle so um it was fun um it was fun it was hard at times though and it was overwhelming and but um we did it it was great you did it. You you did the the heavy lifting, sister. <laughs> so you know that I always like to ask my guests um, what would be a takeaway that you would want to leave with uh, bombshell listeners. Hmm. Well, I guess um, I would say get to the point where you can do what you love and the things that you aren't great at, such as you know social media or website design or or graphic design, let the other professionals do that if you can. Um, so at, at the beginning of Renee Keller Interior Design, I used to do, you know, pay all the checks or pay all the people and invoices and run the POs and things like that. And I think I did more harm than good. Um, so, I mean, it's just not my craft. It took me longer to do that than anything else where, you know, now I got to the point after a couple of years where I could just, you know, just design and then I would, you know, hire somebody to do just um, pay the invoices and run the POs. And, you know, I was able to slowly do that after a while. So I guess I would say try and do what you love. And then when you get to the point where you can hire out the things that maybe isn't your um, 
your gift, um, do that. You can't be good at everything um, or or fabulous at everything. You can you can try to get through it and do it when you have to do it, but just um, you know try to do what you do best at. Yeah, um, and especially since I mean I just know how talented you are to think that you would be wasting any of that precious commodity on on invoicing or social media or all the things that you don't love. That would be a tragic, tragic um, <laughs> a waste of your talents. Right. Um, well, so. just, just not me. And um, yeah. So, well, awesome. Renee, first of all, um, thank you for trusting me and, um, and working so hard. And thank you for sharing this experience with my listeners because, um, you know, when you're thinking about redoing your entire look and your your experience, um, your external experience and your brand, that can be a daunting um, thought. So walking these bombshells through what that looked like and the pains and the fun part um, was, I know, is going to be hugely, hugely helpful. So where can we find you online? It is ReneeKeller.com and Renee is spelled R-E-N-A-E. And Keller is K-E-L-L-E-R. Awesome. And I will link to um, the show notes or link to that website in the show notes and also your Instagram because that's always fun to watch all the pretty things that you do. <laughs> um, and then also I just have to throw out there, I mean, you're based in Minneapolis, but you do travel. You take on other projects and you have and second homes and all that kind of stuff. So um, Absolutely. if if you look at Renee's stuff and you just uh, die over it all like I do because I love pretty things, um, be sure to give her a call and um, talk about whatever project you have going on. All right, Renee, thank you so much. Thank you. Bombshells. I hope that you take all this in, um, be encouraged by it, and um, we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.